You're about to enter the most electrifying NFL talk show you have ever experienced. From up to the minute news and notes to... <sighs> Who am I kidding? It's a wrap. Let's try this again. with Connor Forrest. Want to get involved? Send us an email to mailbag at connorforrest.com for your questions to be read on air. Those asteroids last night? No. You didn't? I did not. Meteors? Asteroids? Asteroids is the wrong word. It was a meteor shower. Look at this. The Gemini meteor shower. Did you didn't you didn't see it? Did you even hear about it? I didn't even hear about it now. So last night I did this bit where I um I just put on a big puffy jacket and I just went out on one of the loungers out on the yard and I just looked right up in the sky and you just every I don't know, at one point it kind of seemed like every every minute or so you could just see a Really? Yeah, streak. It was really clear. That's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, a lot of times I actually um, get these like, oh, look up in the sky this time and you'll see this. And I just, for some reason, I feel like 90% of the time that never happens. Mm -hmm. And like, I just can't see anything or there's a cloud or the thing is really difficult um, to see. But nonetheless, yesterday we, uh, dude, we saw it. It was awesome. Uh, and by we, I mean me and the dogs because it was really late night. Uh, I was just playing uh Playing some Xbox, walked out in the yard, and it was it was great. I I don't know where you rank the night sky as like your favorite things, but it's got to be up there as one of my favorite things on the planet, or I guess out of the planet. Yeah, I would I would I would agree. I like uh, I was actually driving out of uh, DC today from work. Oh, that had to be so much fun. I got out. Oh, I mean, the traffic was awful, but I got out and uh, it was just almost dark. Yeah, it was like a purple, pinkish so nice. sky. It was very nice. It was very, very cool. It's so great because and a clear day too, with the planes nice. flying. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, now, now, we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Well, it's funny because um, you know, I I always find looking up in the night sky, I'm like, man, you know what? We're um, we're pretty small in the in the scheme of all these things and all of our problems. Are uh, are quite small in the scheme of uh, of our existence here, um, which is qu quite fitting because uh, before the podcast, me and me and Sean are just screaming about life, <laughs> 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 about all of our problems. Uh, but it's good to uh, good to see you, Shawnee. Welcome in. Yeah, it's good to be how back. The, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing well. It's been it's been a half minute since. Uh, so you were gone last week, is that correct? I was. My girlfriend was in town, so I had to put yeah. her above you. Unfortunately. Hey, listen, man. It's got to happen at times. It's got to happen at times. I'm a married man. I know the sacrifices that have to be made. Um, so next week is kind of funny because we might have another scheduling conflict next week. I think I have my um, the kind of secret Santa with my wife's family, uh, my, my in-laws. So we're doing the whole situation there. So that's next Thursday. So we're, we're just dealing with a bunch of scheduling conflicts. As, as um, it, th This is the time of year for it, as you know. I mean, it feels like every week we have something crazy going on. And it's just the, you know, Christmas fast approaching. So um, everyone's kind of in a in a hurry to get out of work and and, uh, and and get their get their plans solidified. So thank you for tuning in. After further review returns, 
It is Thursday, December 14th, year of our Lord, 2023, 7.34 p.m. Eastern Time as I speak into this microphone. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are. Um, Sean, I have a story that is D.C. area specific I want to talk about. Okay. We have a holiday-themed um, segment that I want to get to. And then we're going to recap uh, the big games of Week 14 and, and preview Week 15, which is just nuts. I mean, we are, we are in crunch time. We are in fantasy football playoff time. We are in... Um, playoff implication time for teams. Um, and for my team, as always, uh, it's just wait for the draft, you know? So um, mm-hmm. you're you're entering this category now of what that feels like. You haven't felt this before. Ever. I can't imagine. Ever. Of it being December and your team, you're just waiting for, you're just counting down how many losses you can get versus the people around you, how many losses you can get. Well, you know, we're both mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, both I, of our teams. Oddly enough, I think... I no. think we're still no, in. No, you're not. No, you're not. So um, I'm going to make you look dumb here. Uh, okay, I saw something. I saw a graphic. It said 0%. Uh, so zero, it was 0. 0.0. Ooh, let's look this up, shall we? Um, so I believe technically, I believe technically we are still in it. Are uh, you? No, you're not. Yeah. No, really? We, yeah, we will absolutely be uh, eliminated if I can't, God forbid, you find like a graph that gives you an answer. <laughs> um, playoff picture and scenario. So uh, let's look through here. Eliminated from playoff contention. I believe there's only been one team, and that is yours, actually. Which is, is it really? Yeah, not even. All right, I saw something on the, why I said that was on ESPN. There was a graphic, like I said. Yep, Washington's still in. That so, had Washington at 0.0% chance of making the playoffs. Well, it is a very, very, very Yeah, but that's small not 0.0. Percent. Normally, if it's a, like a tiny, 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 tiny chance, they'll put like 0.2 or, or right. 1.1 or whatever. No, that graph is just wrong. So okay, the well, only that, it was so, ESPN. It wasn't me. Technically, Arizona hasn't been eliminated yet. So Carolina and the Patriots are the first two teams mathematically eliminated. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, we are, we are just kind of um, – it really does – it is slow dancing in a burning room. We just know where this is ending here uh, for the Washington Commanders who for – what is it? Uh, we've got to be entering the category of 30 – would it be 31 or 32 years removed from our Super Bowl in 91? I guess it was the year of 1992. So we're technically in terms of years, we're 31 – or yeah, right, 31 years 31 years. Uh, now you make me guess. Yeah, yeah 31. So 31 years removed from uh, any sort of relevancy, so that's always good. And also 31 years removed from the last time we won more than 10 games in a season. Would you believe that? Real, when was the last time you won a playoff game? 2005. Beat the Buccaneers. Okay. Yeah. Where did you go? How far did you go in that? We went to the divisional round and lost to the Seahawks, Matt Hasselbeck, who would end up going to the Super Bowl. Against the Steelers, against the but Steelers. lost. Yes. Okay. That was the Antoine randall throw to... Um, Heinz Ward, remember that? I know. Like, uh, oh, that was fantastic. You're just not a football fan. Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz Ward. Uh, In the Super Bowl? Oh, boy. No, Heinz Ward was on the Steelers. Yes. We just said the Seahawks and the uh, Steelers in that Super Bowl. When was Randall L. on the Steelers? He was? That year. Oh, boy, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this is really bad for you. I need you to apologize to the listeners. I'm sorry. (laughs) Really bad. I remember the second Steelers Super Bowl, which was against the Cardinals. And who made that last catch? Uh, uh, it was Santonio Holmes that's made it. that yep. catch. The yep. toe tapping. Yep. And then, then they played and lost in the third one in 2000. Was it 2011? That was against 2010 the against the Packers. In Dallas. That was the new stadium at the time. Was that's the right. Stadium. And 11 was Patriots and Giants, uh, Giants for the yep. second time. Yep. So that was 
that was wild. So we, I mean, we're marching right ahead. I mean, we are already halfway through December. Wait, so. now, now I got to bring up a topic. Oh boy, I'm not going to answer this because I have six answers. Okay. What's your favorite Super Bowl? I mean, my favorite Super Bowl in terms of just that you've seen, sheer, like one that you'll to this day watch highlights from uh, the the Patriots comeback against the Falcons, okay, and, and it, it's more just how like I think it's just more how very very few times in your life do you ever in sports specifically, but do you ever like kind of get a hunch of like, oh, I really really wish this would happen, even though it's very much against the odds. It's why we like the comeback stories. It's why we love college basketballs, March Madness, because mm-hmm. it's the inevitably like, the things that you inevitably believe are going to happen just don't. Right? You're just like, wait, this how 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 does what was it the the one in uh, UMBC? Um, UMBC Virginia UVA, or something? Yeah. UVA? Well, same thing happened this year to uh, UVA. Yes. With the 16. Ridiculous. Although Virginia may have been four, so maybe it's four yeah. and 12. Yeah. Uh, anyways. But none, nonetheless, it's kind of the feeling of like, I hope this happens, but there's no way it does. And then it does. And that's kind of how that felt. That whole second half was like 28 to three. There's no way this happens. Like, because the, the, the amount of things that had to go wrong for the Falcons for that to happen, and all of them did. Like yeah. every single like the sack from Matt Ryan to get out of field goal range towards mm-hmm. the end where they kick the field goal game's over. Right. It's just it's over. There's no shot. Now it's it's I believe it went up to another two possessions. And it's just like all these ridiculous things um, that 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 happened um, were, were just nuts. I think the other one was the Seahawks with the Malcolm Butler pick. That was also crazy. Yeah, um, that was really enjoyable. And I mean, I enjoyed watching the Eagles lose last year. So that was just in terms of like joy for me yeah. watching Eagles. The Eagles lose. Was, was I'm trying to think of my favorite non-Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, we, we've had a couple. Um, we've had a couple really good ones. Trying to think. You know, I I really did like the Rams and. Oh, that is my Siri on my watch. I really like the Rams Bengals one. That was a lot of fun. Rams Bengals. That was now we've had a couple clunkers in the last few years. Remember, it was the was it the the uh, Patriots and Rams? Wasn't it Brady? Thirteen three. Yeah, that was that was awful. And then you remember the uh, it was the Broncos versus the Seahawks. That was awful too. That was just an ass kicking, and it was on like a weird rainy night in, in New York City. New York City. Yeah, which met was life. Just like, I think the NFL learned its lesson kind of after that of. By the way, they're doing the Super Bowl in 2027 back in L.A. It's like, great. I have to deal with watching all the fake celebrities pretend to like football. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the NFL probably learned their lesson of like, all right, not maybe, doing that, yeah. maybe we're not going to do the cold weather outdoor stadium again. Um, have I they think, ever done now? Now I'm getting on a on a question rant with I you. Like this. Have they ever done Detroit for a Super Bowl? No, no, ever. No, this is indoors. Yeah, they've done Indianapolis, I believe. Right. Right. Did they do it in Detroit? Hold on. I a think minute. they have once. I think it's a one. Hold on a minute. This might have been. Hang on. No, no, no. Now we have to predict where it was. Time out. All right. All right ready? Who, who was the team? I, um. Now I do know this. I think it was the Steelers and Seahawks. I think it was. It wa- you know what? It was. Or it was in it, it was not. It, it was not. No, don't look. Yet. Looking, don't look. No, 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 don't hit enter. enter. Don't hit enter. It was. Where shot. was the Steelers second one? That was Tampa, right? The Steelers' second one was in Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Yep. Hang on. Let's. All right. So Packers, you said was in was Dallas. in Dallas. Yep. Patriots comeback was in Houston. Malcolm Butler interception was Phoenix. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it was the Seahawks, Steelers. Let's see. Because I, I think it was. It was that see. was Ford Field. Ford Field Super Bowl. Let's see. Super. 
Bingo. Look at this. There it is. Yep, there it is. Yeah, a 21 to 10 win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Field. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Is that the only, see if it says it's the only Super Bowl that's been at Ford Field? That's a good question. That's probably going to take a little bit more digging into this. Uh, well, actually, no, you can hang on, hang on. This is what your hang research on, guy is on. for. Yeah, I was going to um, say, produce for me, Shawnee. Super Bowls by uh, sites. The, uh, the halftime show is the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I remember this. Rolling Stones, man. But I, 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 I was just it really? still can't get over the fact that Usher is doing the halftime show this I year. I just, I, I kind of saw that. I was like, when, when does 2008 come back? Like, what is going on? And I mean, it's not to knock Usher. I don't mind him, but it's like, what are we doing here? It's 2023. When, when was the last Usher song that like legit knocked your socks off? Like, I don't know. I think I was attending a middle school about that time. Um, what do you have? Do you have anything? I, I, I got to rephrase my uh, question here. Yeah, this it's is giving me a problem. chronological list. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. Can you tell me the the top three? That in terms of numbers, Super Bowl Super Bowls hosted. Can you tell me the top three? I, I feel like like California Pasadena hosted a whole bunch, didn't they? So that Los Angeles has eight, but that has is eight. in third place. There's two places above that. Really? Yeah. Is Miami Miami's, Miami's up number there? one with then, eleven? Uh, uh, let me, yeah, Miami, L.A. Okay, let me think about this. Another, I mean, it has to be another Florida, isn't it? In t- is it in Tampa? It's not Tampa, but Tampa's a newer stadium, so it can't necessarily be Tampa. To think of an older spot that we're hosting Super Bowls, um, I don't know. Give it to me. New Orleans, ten. New Orleans. New Orleans there you has go. hosted ten. Okay, I believe New Orleans has not this Super Bowl because that's Vegas next year. Okay, the year after. Um, Tampa, Glendale, yeah. which is Arizona, San yeah. Diego, which yeah. obviously can't yeah. happen Qualcomm anymore. Qualcomm Field, I guess. I mean, that was there for a long. Qualcomm Field or Stadium yeah. was there. I think it was built in the '60s, so yeah. it was there for a long time. Atlanta, Houston, Detroit has actually hosted twice. Let me. Interesting. Detroit hosted host, twice. has hosted twice. Minneapolis twice, and then Jacksonville once. What was the Jacksonville one? Because that's a newer stadium. Was Minneapolis? I think Minneapolis. Minneapolis was Patriots Eagles. Where did the Bills and Redskins play in 91? Um, this was <laughs> Super Bowl. Let's look this up here. This is just, this can't be entertaining for anybody, but let's look this up. Okay, no, so that is, was in Minnesota. It was. That's good memory. Because it was in a Metrodome. I remember okay. it being like, in, I remember seeing the highlights of it. Um, now, I wasn't a living, breathing person, so of course I didn't watch my team do anything good. Um, but at the time, um, wow. The skins were favored by seven in the Super Bowl. That is wild. Which thirty-seven Super Bowl was this that the Bills lost? Because this was one of the four. Oh, in a I row. believe was it was the first? either the third or fourth. It was one of the ends. Oh, it was one of the ends. Yeah, just absolutely pissed. That's poor. brutal. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got a bunch of Hall of Famers playing in this game. Russ, Russ Grimm and Art Monk, uh, Daryl Green, Joe Gibbs for the Skins, and then look at this for the Bills. You had Ralph Wilson, who obviously is uh, is was the owner, and Bill Polian who was the GM at the time. You see Bill Bowling all the time mm. on TV. Um, Mark Levy was the head coach. Jim Kelly, James mm-hmm. Lofton, Andre Reid, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith was just a monster. He was, was OJ on that team? Uh, that's a great question. Thurman Thomas was on the team. I don't know. I don't know if OJ was on this team. Because he was a Bill. He was a Bill. Yeah, he was a Bill. That, that's, a, that's a good that's, – that's I'm going to have to look this up another time before we just keep going down this unbelievable rabbit hole. <laughs> I know. Hole. I, got, I got more if you want Some them. sidetrack city. I do have to bring up one thing um, for you, a, a topic that's definitely – this is like – I feel like it just swallowed up the area in the last, last day or two. Mm-hmm. You saw the news about the Capitals and Wizards. I did. And agreeing I, – I don't know if it's like in principle or, or at least they've agreed on a framework. This is not – 
totally set in stone, but um, some of the biggest major hurdles are out of the way. And it really looks like to kind of put this pen to paper is, is now just just having uh, the city of Alexandria or, or whatever vote on this. So essentially what's happening is the Wizards and Caps are owned in part both by a guy named Ted Leonis. Leonsis, yeah. Leonsis, however you say it, who yep. was an AOL executive, bunch of money, owns both of those teams as well as yep. I think some other stuff. Yeah. Um, so he's moving from what is Capital One Arena right in downtown Washington, D.C., yeah. out to, for those of you unfamiliar with the area, Alexandria. If you look out on map at where he's planning to put it, look at Ronald Reagan National Airport and look about half a mile to the west. Yeah. And I mean, maybe southwest. Honest, and it's essentially right there. Honestly, dude, it, it might even be less than that. I'm going to just show you this picture that I have here that shows you just how close it is to the airport. Okay. It might I be mean, a quarter it, mile. I mean, it, it, is, it is probably a couple hundred yards. Of yeah. That. To I mean, the it, southwest. It is so it is so, uh, so close. Um, this is really interesting. And I wanted to bring this up because. I live five minutes from there. Yeah. No, right up here. Me, me and Anna almost got, I think actually one of the buildings here is like pretty visible. One mm -hmm. of these tall. Yeah, actually, actually, I think it's this building here. Is it? We almost okay. got a, uh, we almost got an apartment in Crystal City, which is literally maybe a half a mile, a mile up the way. Um, so this is really, really interesting because I think to people in the know, this has been in, in the works for, I guess people in ownership circles has been in works for a while. Uh, people in the know in the reporter business have known this for a couple weeks, but it seems like the public, this came out of nowhere. I mean, there have been hints to this dating back probably a month ago. I remember reading an article that was bringing up the idea of Potomac Yard and Alexandria as a stadium. This is really interesting because I saw a lot, and I mean a lot, on Twitter about people really – unhappy with this i would um, be it's it's interesting and i wanted to ask your opinion because we actually we differ on opinions on a lot of these kind of things but i'm very interested in what you think so the capitals have been in capital one arena for the last 30 years basically and before that it was verizon center MC, mci center mci center now yep. the capitals and wizards were in landover maryland um for uh really the first i mean i guess the first 15 20 years of their existence um, and then moved to uh, Abe Poland, the old owner, moved to Capital One Arena. Okay. So this is interesting because on Twitter, people were really, really upset about this. Like, really, really what upset What were they about upset about? I, 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 guess, I guess what they're upset about is a question I'll ask you. Um, they were upset about the fact that the team is leaving the city and that Ted Leonsis is, not, is doing the city a disservice by not – because – where it is situated, right in Chinatown, Penn Quarter area, right in that mm -hmm. little pocket of D.C., um, that area has fluctuated. At one point, it was really, really a bad spot. I mean, it's no different than really what the – I mean, maybe it wasn't as bad. I mean, the Navy Yard in D.C. was terrible, terrible before um, Nats Park went and revitalized the area. So A. Poland put a lot into building that area up. I mean, it, he really made it thrive. I mean, restaurants and bars and now mm -hmm. sports books um, really – you know, took took anchor in that area. And I mean, I've been going to Caps games probably since I, I mean, I'm a little bit of a later attendee to a Caps game. Um, I think it was 2014 or 15. I went for the first time and um, so many restaurants. It's always always a fun time. But in recent years, I mean, there's no two ways around it. I don't live in D.C. I've never lived within the borders, so I can't speak from experience. But I, I'll just read you a, a simple statistic. 
um, that over the last two years, total crime in the 1,000-foot radius immediately surrounding the arena was 30% higher than the prior two-year period, according to Metropolitan Police Department Crime Database. That's of biznow.com. Um, restaurants are fleeing that area. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of restaurants have closed. Legal Seafood closed. Uh, Bar Louie closed. Oh, Green Turtle down Bar there Louis closed. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of employees at McDonald's is now out of there on 7th Street. Um, freaking Brian Robinson got, sh- I think, two blocks away on H Street. Brian Robinson got shot down there in that area. Broad daylight on a Sunday. I mean, there, there's no... There's no real two ways about it. I mean, this isn't a political thing. Crime has is, is gone up in D.C. And, and again, it's not political to say that this uh, – whatever leadership in D.C. is not doing enough. And they, they have screwed the pooch on this whole situation. And whatever situation, whatever has led to that, I, I don't really care about. It's just the facts of the facts, right? I mean, crime mm-hmm. is going up in that area has, has really seen a decline. Um, and one of the big aspects of this move that was interesting to me was that Ted Leonsis had been funding for the last few years. Um, at one point, DC was providing 27, I believe it was 27 officers per event for Capital One Arena. That uh, seems like they're not a lot. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, in a way, you still have your, your security with inside, right? The right. CSC contract Which we all security, hate. Don't right? get, don't no get one likes started the yellow jackets. Um, but on the outside, right, for crowd control purposes, for, for all these different things, in recent years, DC has dropped that number to three. Three? Three. Three. So Ted Leonsis has been out of his pocket, basically oh. hiring off-duty security up to 25, almost to 30 per event there to kind of keep everything, you know. How do you go from, tw- what was it, 27, 27 to, three? to three? I don't know. You I could no understand idea. like 27 to 20, you know, maybe it's, it's budget un- cuts or whatever. unbelievable. 27 to three? Yep. It's, that's how it is. Wow. So the, the area hasn't, hasn't been safe. So... The question was, okay, so what are we going to do? Are we going to revamp? Are we going to pump hundreds of millions of dollars into this? Or are we just going to go find another thing and make our own thing? And came out of kind of nowhere that supposedly they're working close to putting pen to paper on making their own thing in Potomac Yard. Now, let me ask you this first before I kind of give you my answer on what I think Mm. about this. Does the city of D.C. own Capital One Arena? Yes. Okay, so the Caps, the Wizards, the Mystics, any other team lease it out. Okay. Well, so the Mystics, they're all under the same umbrella. They're all monumental sports is owned by Ted Leonsis. Mm-hmm. He owns the Wizards, he owns the Caps, he owns the Mystics, he owns the a gaming team or whatever the hell. But he's I think he does something with George Mason University, too. Um, so, yes, they lease out, I believe, do they own I think Eagle they Bank? own Eagle Bank Arena. They might That's own what Eagle it Bank is, Arena. yeah. Yep, so they own Eagle Bank Arena on George Mason's campus. Well, I, I will give you my thoughts on this okay. when I want to I want to hear yours first. What do you think of this whole thing? I, I mean, I, I agree with it. The only thing I'd be unhappy with would be the traffic because I've lived in that area. I know right. that area. It is not that the Capital One Arena is easy to get to, but it is not easy to get to. There's a lot of lights. It's straight through right. downtown uh, Crystal City and then well, into it's Alexandria, just route one, which kind route, of runs all the way yeah, down there. Route one, and then there's I'm assuming they'll have to build kind of a back way, which actually doesn't get as congested um, that's like closer to the riverside that would be my main concern i completely agree with getting out of a place where the dc is government is not supporting you yeah and is not going to you know it's one of the biggest money makers for the city i would imagine tourism wise very much i mean this is this is food beverages big blow it's a it's a huge so 
What, I mean, what else is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to sit right. there and, like you said, pump millions of his own dollars into it and beg and, oh, we need more cops. We need right. to be safer. I need right. restaurants in here. Or or at some point, you just have to say, you haven't done you your haven't share of the your bargain. bargain. You yeah. haven't, yep, you haven't held at your end of the bargain. I'm going somewhere where they're going to do that. And I understand that at that, uh, they did like a press conference. The governor of Virginia was there. Yeah. So he's definitely got the political support there. Yep. I'm sure he's getting tax breaks and all the funny business stuff that happens. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm not huge into, you know, more traffic in the Arlington area, just living there. That would be yeah. my only concern. I've seen people on uh, Twitter and on local news stories getting all upset that mm. how can they be the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals and not even be in D.C.? Mm. The Giants, the Patriots. I mean, oh, well, I guess Patriots is doing it. Yeah. All these San sports teams, San Francisco. And, yeah. Miami isn't even in my. The right. Dolphins aren't in, aren't yeah. in Miami. Yep. That's the thing that sports teams do is they market to a big yeah. area and then they go find some suburb that's right. better suited for them. Um, I I I agree with that. Well, I, I think it's, two, I think it's a good thing. There's you two know? things to me that stood out that were of interest. That I was and, like, and can I make one final point? Sure, I'm sure there were years and years of behind the door discussions between Monumental Sports and Entertainment and the DC government. Oh yeah. And they've been at, uh, we need this. We need this. Yeah. You haven't done this. You haven't given us more security. You haven't helped lower crime. Right. And at some point, you know, they cross that red line that you say by this date, if you don't do what we need you to do to keep this entertainment value in our right. city, we're out. And that's, well, it, and, they cross and that line and, and they're it's out. It's not just, it's not just the, you know, Look, it's not just also the the crime issue. I mean, it, it's probably that, that expensive is an issue. as hell. It's expensive, relatively it, speaking, to it sports. Very much so, is expensive. And then more importantly, it's also, I think what's what's tough about it is that you're dealing with your infrastructure around the demand for sports fans. Well, you know, AT and T Stadium and SoFi Stadium and the stadium in Vegas and Minneapolis Stadium. These did not just come out of nowhere. There's a demand for that. Mm -hmm. The sports fan demographic has changed from I want a seat to sit in a bowl with 100,000 people to watch a football game to I don't want that. I want 55, 60,000. I want really good food. I want a lounge. I want really nice bathrooms. I want sit skyline views. I want it to be comfortable. I want Wi-Fi. Phone it's, chargers in the seats. It's changed. It's, mm -hmm. it, it, so it, it leads you to and it's a good and it, by the way it's a good thing that it's changed because it's given us some amazing venues and the sports uh, you know the basically environment around sports has now grown to include a whole bunch of demographics, a whole bunch of people. Now, women are enjoying going to games and little kids are coming to games and elderly people are coming to games. Like everyone is enjoying this because it's it's it, it's an experience. It's not just you're going there to watch a football get thrown. You're going there to have a really good experience. Mm -hmm. And that's that's for the better. But what has that driven us to? OK, that's driven us to now keeping these sports stadiums up to snuff with the standard. And as the standard rises, these stadiums need to rise with it, and the cost is exorbitant. I mean, FedEx Field, when it was built, was it, what, $800 million? This new stadium that's going to be built is probably going to be around two and a half to three bill. Yeah. The whole entire thing. So, I mean, how much – you do the math there on how much of an X that is. I mean, what is that? Three, four X? I mean, the the, the original – I mean, that's – Yeah, essentially. That's, that's unbelievable. So now you're entering into – now the government has to help us out. Now I'm in a bidding war between areas, and when you're living in a tri-state area – New Jersey went through this. You're now dealing with, okay, Maryland, D.C., Virginia. Now it's a little bit of a bidding war. You're dealing with prices that people simply just can't write a blank check for, right? Like, So there's two things. 
One, people were saying, well, Ted Leonsis has a responsibility to D.C. to keep it in D.C. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. Yeah. No, he does not. Would I like him to stay in D.C.? Sure. They are the Washington Wizards and Washington Capitals. They should be in Washington, D.C. If the government in D.C. is not holding up their end of the bargain, and if Virginia is giving him more money to mm-hmm. make a bigger, a better venue, more square footage, more amenities. Probably a tax break. Probably a tax break. Mm-hmm. Stop pocket watching. You would do that too. Like yeah. if you were in his shoes, of course you would do that. I I don't like the well, sports owners have the responsibility to fix this. No, they don't. They have a responsibility to make your team competitive, to build something that's respectable, to build a venue and a team that is something that you can enjoy. That's their job. To make them competitive, make it respectable, and make it something you can enjoy. That's what they owe. Okay. It's not like Leonsis took the team and brought them to, you know, Norfolk. Right? It's not like he took the stadium and built it in Dumfries or Fredericksburg. Like It's a mile, whatever, as the crow flies down the river. It's on the Virginia side. And, you know, I'm sorry. I've been driving to Landover since I was a kid as a, as a Virginia resident. Like, I lived in Percival. I grew up in Percival. I, I've been in Loudoun County most of my life. It was an hour and a half to get to FedEx Field. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive there now for work, and it's an hour, 20 minutes, like, to get there and back. I've been doing that my whole life. To go to D.C. is not easy for people in northern Virginia. We do it. So... When I hear, you know, Marylanders and D.C. people go, oh, my God, the traffic's going to be terrible. I'm sorry. Like, you think the traffic off of 7th is easy? Well, like, that, yeah. And I, no. There's not any better place, no, really. There really isn't. Um, but then the other thing that I do want to address, because it was just, uh, like, ridiculous to me, was the, um, well, why doesn't he pay for it? Like, he, he can afford it. Why doesn't he just take less money in D.C. and he build this and he pay for this? Like, you're talking about a $2 billion stadium. This dude's net worth is $2 billion. Like people think, well, he's worth the money. It's like, how do you put your pants on in the morning? You don't realize the difference between net worth and liquid cash. Yeah. Like, how do you put a belt on? Like, how do you drive? You vote? How do you do and, that? And probably most of that net worth is the team. It's all the team. So he yeah. could write the check if he sold everything. Everything he has, his house, his assets, his, his stocks, his savings <laughs> accounts, and his teams. And then he could write a check for the new stadium. It's just stupid. So it's interesting because would I like the team to be in D.C., of course. They are a Washington team. I love that. I'm begging. I am begging D.C. to bring the Redskins back to RFK. I'm begging them to knock RFK down and yes, build a okay, brand good. stadium on that Say side. that first. Yes. <laughs> knock RFK down. And, and then bring them <laughs> back to that spot. They belong there. They are the Washington commanders. They belong in D.C. No, they're not. And they're the, Capitals, <laughs> I can the Capitals and the Wizards belong there, too. But if I can get a better stadium and a better experience and I can – feel like I can bring my son and I can bring my family. I'm sorry. The last two years, I'm not sure. I just don't feel the same way as I did when I was going to Caps games in high school. My my brother, who's a football player, he's a high school guy. He's a big kid. And he went down to a Caps game a couple weeks ago and he took the Metro by himself. And I was like, I had to have a talk. Hey, man, so this is where you want to get off. Hey, this is where if the game hits at this period, if it's 945 and you're not, you know, hightailing out of there, you need to get out of there no matter what. Like yeah. little things that I maybe as I've gotten older, I'm thinking about it differently, but it just feels it feels different. Um, and the statistics matter. So very interesting to see how that goes. Um, I'm a Virginian. I'm pumped that I have a team in Virginia now. It's cool. I like it. And I'm just more more importantly than that, though, I'm excited for a good, fun, new stadium. Yeah. I'm excited for something do cool you, and new. Do you like Capital One Arena? I do. I think it's a good venue. I mean, I think it's it's obviously an older venue, um, and I don't think there's anything special about Capital One. I think it's a venue. It's, it's right. what it is. It's good, but it's 
you know, I, there's no sight lines. There's no cool amenities that you go, well, this is, this is cool. no hot Look tub. what I have. Right. There's just kind of not anything that you'd say, well, this is what I have that other teams don't. You're it's right. a stadium. It, it does its job. And I think they've done a nice job in recent years. Like the new they did scoreboard. They did a big renovation They at did some $30 point. million dollar renovation yeah. in 2019, which was awesome, awesome. I think they, they just did. They knocked it out of the park there. But um, if you wanted to stay in cap one, you're, you're dealing with a big, big time influx of money. You know, you're, you know, it's tough because that Chinatown area is tough. I mean, it's it's gotten worse. I mean, restaurants are out of that area and it's tough to get in and the parking's really expensive there. I mean, if you're going down there, you're parking for 30, 40 bucks for a game. It's just it's expensive. It's tough. So, yeah, the, the Metro is not on a I mean, there's a Metro station there, but it's not on a popular popular line. Right. right. You have to go Metro Center, which is a big Metro station yeah, big to one. the green line to get to Gallery Place. Right. And it's not easy. That's not easy. Yeah, so it, it gets it's, packed. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see exactly how how this this plays out. Um, I hope I hope it goes through. I do hope it goes through. I yeah. think it would be cool because more importantly than anything, like forget the traffic and forget all those things. I want something cool, and it's what I've always wanted. With FedEx Field is awful. It's the worst venue in sports. It's falling apart in front of us, and it's not a good game experience. And it's not the fault of anyone who's there right now they're doing what they can it's it's a terrible venue yeah. and it's just what it is so you're, you know you're dealing with um as a uh, wife comes in dogs are scooting out of the studio <laughs> but um yeah i mean it's just i don't know it's tough i want a good venue that's what i want i want yeah, a good I venue agree. i want something exciting and something good something i can be proud of you and i will hit up the first game there all right. done consider it done shawnee all right let's jump into one more segment that i have before we get into nfl talk um, which is exactly you guys come here for stadium talk and Super Bowl talk. You don't come here for NFL talk, right, Johnny? Nope. Um, I do want to get into um, a little segment that is called the Christmas movie draft, 2023 Christmas movie draft. Now, we've done drafts before. Okay. We have done um, what drafts did we do? We did a summer, s- summer activities, summer activity draft. Uh, and then we didn't we do a um, did we do a Thanksgiving play draft? We may have. We may have. I know we did that in the past. I'm, I'm positive we did that in the past. Um, the last time I know we did a draft for sure was in June. We did a favorite summer activity draft. And there was some funny business apparently with the coin toss of who got the first pick. Do you remember this? Not really. Okay, so you gave me a bunch of guff because you were like, what, what is this crap? I, I don't know what had happened. But I remember you not being happy with the selection of who got the first pick. <laughs> okay. And so... I went and right before you came in, and I went and listened back to the episode, and I just was, couldn't have been more confusing. I was like, "What am I doing?" It was some weird system I used to to do the first overall pick. So here's how this is going to work: We did the coin toss before we started recording. So your boy, me, I have the first overall pick, and there was no funny business, correct, Shawnee? Uh, it was it was Siri. It was Siri. It was Siri. She took care of us. So, Shawnee, we're picking our top three Christmas movies of all time. You can pick any of them. Okay. I go first, second, third, fourth, and, and so on. So um, I think we got to get this thing going, shall we? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. First overall pick. With I don't have my draft sounder. I tried looking for that. I don't know where where my draft sounder went. Uh, so I guess for now, I'll just I guess it's just crickets. Um, first overall pick. Home Alone Two. Home Alone Two. Home Alone Two. Okay. Lost in New York. I think right now that's my favorite Christmas movie. Now, it shifts depending on the year. Sometimes it's White Christmas, Bing Crosby, it's always there. But Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, my favorite Christmas movie. All right. 
with my pick. My second overall pick. pick. Second overall. All right, second overall. I will go with the Jim Carrey Grinch. Jim I Carrey love that Grinch? One. I really? love that one, wow. yeah. That's so Some people get creeped out by it. I really like That's it. That's funny. I've never, I never got into the Jim Carrey Grinch. You didn't? Never did. No. I, I, I watched it, and I, I enjoyed it because it's a Christmas movie. But I never got into the Jim Carrey Grinch. That's interesting, though. Very popular movie. It is. Very popular. Very. Jim Carrey's version of the Grinch might be the, the best of all of them. So third overall, my second pick, I'm going with Elf. Okay. I saw Elf in theater last week with my family. I went with Anna and my, my siblings and my mom. And um, it's just so – James Caan in that movie, who's the dad, mm-hmm. is just elite. And nothing <laughs> will make me laugh harder than probably when um, – when Miles Finch, the little uh, the little uh, children's uh, book author, comes in and oh, okay. yeah, gets yeah. into a fight with Buddy, and it, it might be the funniest thing. I mean, it's just it's it's elite. So Elf number two, my number one overall is Home Alone two, not the first or the third, the second, and then Elf. Um, so you've gotta, got Grinch. Yeah, you're getting the good ones. Now I got to think of mine. Yeah, I'm stealing some good ones here. I'm All feeling right. unbelievably right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. About this. I'm good. Okay, ready? Number four overall. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the old animation. I I would watch that every single year. I love those. Every year. They're so good. They're so classic. Those are the moving clay animations, right? They are, yep, claymation. It's just so unbelievable how talented those guys are and, like, the Mm. creativity. I feel the same. I'm watching Thomas the Tank Engine, like the old 80s versions with uh, Matthew, and it's just, oh, my God, so creative. It takes so much work. But it's just so awesome. That's a good one. That's they have a whole bunch of good ones in the claymation. They right? do. Yeah. There's that. There's um. Well, we'll I'll get to that. We'll get into when, it we'll, in case um, any of them are your picks. Now I got to think of my third. Ooh. Okay, my third and final one. I've already mentioned, and uh, this is the fifth overall pick. Got to go with White Christmas. Okay. White Christmas. Bing Crosby. Um. That's that is a yearly watch. Um. It's just a ten. I mean, it's. It's back when Hollywood, I think, made our culture proud. <laughs> like, I just don't think Hollywood makes makes our culture proud anymore. But it's like it goes back to a day where if you were in movies, you had to sing and you had to dance to some capacity. Right. It, it, it like it really did take a lot of, of talent. You had to act, mm-hmm. but you had to sing and then you had to dance and you had to move. And I mean, I don't know if you've um, watched any of the Gene Kelly, like the singing in the rain, the nah. old Gene Kelly's. Psh. Dude, they're just, I mean, elite, top tier. So my draft concludes with Home Alone 2, Elf, and White Christmas. I mean, I I knock this out. This is a... That's a good one. This That's is a good one. center field. I'm going to wrap up mine. Sixth overall pick. Okay. Original Home, Home Alone. Original Home Alone. The first Fantastic. one. Fantastic. I, 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 I like your list here. This yeah, is mine's good. good. This is a really good one. Yeah, I, I Christmas movies as a whole... Um, it was funny. We watched Home Alone 2 the other night, and I was like, I just want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's so, it's great. It, it is, it is funny. The nostalgia aspect of Christmas is a 10. I mean, it is as high as high yeah. can get. Um, it just, every time I watch a Christmas movie, I can remember watching it somewhere else at some other period in my life. I just, I, I just, I, I love it. Jingle all the way, and uh, Christmas with the Cranks is up there. Yep. Just like hysterically good. Did you movie. ever get into the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies? I did when I was a kid. I haven't watched them recently. Okay. I love Tim Allen. You, okay. I love yeah. Tim Allen. I was, I was going to mention. I saw that one for the first time a couple years ago. That yeah. one's good too. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Those are great. Um, what, what other honorable mentions do we have here? So you got that one. You've got. 
Uh, um, a year without Santa Claus. That's another claymation one. Yeah, year without Santa Claus. Um, yep, that's another. A Christmas one. Story. That's a classic one. Christmas Story is very classic. Um, the Polar Express. I loved. Polar a lot of people, Express. Yeah, people loved that one. Lo- I-, I loved it. A lot of people I've seen recently like hating on it, and I loved it. Oops. I loved Polar Express. It was fantastic. All the characters are Tom Hanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All of them. I love that. Um, It's a Wonderful Life is up there too. Um, Christmas Carol. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol uh, is a top seed for me. Have you watched it? I think I've seen a little it's bit. It's just yeah. a 10, dude. It's a 10. Muppets Christmas Carol kicks acres of ass. And then Four Christmases is always funny. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger is... I haven't seen that one. It's fantastic. Okay. You would love it. I think you would laugh at myself. <laughs> we have a date night coming up watching mm. that one. Um, so that is that. If I'm missing anything, I'm going to have to put up... Can you do me a solid while we're talking? Because we say this all the time, and we never actually do it. Yeah. Um... I want you, as we speak, to put up a poll on Instagram, an okay. open answer poll on our Instagram of what is your favorite Christmas movie. Or maybe you could say something like rank your Christmas movies from one to three or something like that. Um, but okay. we got to put a poll out there because I, I love hearing what everyone else All right. has to say. Let me do that now. Yeah. So while you do that, I will go ahead and buy us some time. So um, Christmas segment out of the way. Uh, we talked about the capitals and the good stuff to come ahead for Washington. So let us take a look at uh, everything NFL coming up. So we are into week 15. We have um, we're coming down to the wire with a lot of these obviously playoff implication teams. But it's it's kind of funny because um, and Sean, I don't know if you feel this way, but I've always felt that. You the cream rise from the crop, and you can really tell, you know, by the time you hit this this time of the year, who are real Super Bowl contenders are, like real legit contenders, and who are, you know, pretenders, right? The contenders and the pretenders argument. Dude, this year's weird. This is a weird year, dude. I, I mean, this is a really weird year because, you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, uh, is Buffalo? Like, somehow in the Buffalo and Chiefs game, they both came out looking like, oh, boy, none of you inspire me at all. Like, and these are two top-tier AFC teams Time we out. felt like Time out. were going to be legit. We're going to have to get into this now because I have a rant. Uh-oh. Kadarius, Tony, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, please do it. Are do we it. getting into this now? No, go ahead. I'm, you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to actually mute my mic. <laughs> Don't mute your mic. I need backup on this one. Um be that, embarrassed. I have never been more embarrassed for Patrick Mahomes. It was Kadarius Tony was so offsides in every camera angle you could see. Correct. It wasn't close. It wasn't even close. Like, he was so offsides. Was offsides and for Patrick Mahomes at the press conference after the game to come up and say, not even acknowledge that it wasn't offsides or blame the refs, he literally just said. That shouldn't have been called because Travis Kelsey so made bad. a great player and he's a Hall of Famer and that should be on his Hall of Fame resume. So bad. That is the worst excuse. Yeah. I have I I that that was that was unbelievable. I, if any other quarterback had made that comment, there would be segments nonstop from Monday to Friday, to Friday. on oh, should Andy Reid bench him? Should should he be disciplined by the league for saying it, it would have been Unbelievable, but for the it, it was Mahomes who said it. So now everybody's yeah. actually having legitimate conversations whether offside should be a penalty. That yeah. is the most clear cut penalty in football, by the way, is offsides, correct? Yeah. The it's most clear cut, you are either over the line or you're not over the line. There is no in between. It's not like a holding yeah. or a roughing the passer, which are up for interpretation. It is you are either over the line or not. He clearly was, and it 
it, the, the play gets erased, regardless of how amazing or great Taylor Swift's boyfriend did. Yeah, please, God, I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I was legitimately waiting in the press conference for Mahomes to say, yeah. well, he's dating Taylor Swift, so he, he shouldn't get a penalty called on that play. It should count. You know, I mean, what, what, what did you think about it? So did you see Dan Orlovsky break this down? He lined up offsides multiple times during the game. There's a couple things that actually was like, the whole thing weirded me out a little bit. And I know this is a weird term to use for like weirding me out. Okay. When Patrick Mahomes was that irate, I was like, who insulted his mother? Like, what, what is good? Like, did somebody say something awful to him? Like, what is he so rip ass about? I was like, what the hell? I is thought there going was on? a holding on the fourth and fifteen, or he he thought he saw a holding. I that was my seen, interpretation. I and I, lo- I I really like Patrick Mahomes a lot. I've watched him. I mean, we've all watched him mm-hmm. since he rose to being just Superman in this league. I've never seen him. Half that upset before, even over a call, even if it was a bad call. When I saw him being held back on the sideline, I was like, somebody said something to him. Some, somebody said something awful. Somebody called his mother a name. Something ridiculous happened, and I was like, wow, I need Tracy Wolfson or whoever's down there to go and figure out who mm-hmm. said what to Patrick. When then the teams met in the middle of the field, you could hear the mic picking up Patrick saying, that was a horrible call. It was the worst call I've ever seen in my life. To Josh Allen. To Josh Allen. And Josh Allen was, you know, talking with them. And and Patrick Mahomes is still freaking out, like verbally freaking out. And when I heard him say that was the worst call, I just was thinking about what call? What call is he talking mm-hmm. about? Because the reason I said that was because my initial thought was there's no way. I didn't even think about the Gadarius Tony play. He was offsides. Yeah. He was, he was so offsides. I don't, why is this a problem? So then looking back on it and figuring out it was the offsides call, I was like, dude, something else is upsetting this guy. He, something else is going on that he is losing his mind over this because this is an irrational thing to get mad over. Do you think it's frustration with his receivers? It, it, how could it not be? Yeah. How could it not be? And let, let's be perfectly clear with ourselves. The Chiefs are uh, – I, I don't even know where to – watching that play to start with, when they said – Look at Kadarius Tony because you can see when he lines up. And if you're watching, look at the replay. Kadarius Tony kind of looks over and points at the official and then immediately goes back to lining up. That's not checking with an official, dude. That's not checking with an official. That's you pointing and saying, hey, I'm here. You're checking with an official. And I played high school football. I remember when I was a tight end and when we lined up in a West formation, tight ends would go out to the outside. And I would get called on illegal formation plays on occasion because in football, as you know, you have to have a certain amount of players on the line of scrimmage. Right. Right. And I have to be in line with a tackle, right? Depending on, on how it's lined up. So every time I would go out, you would look at the official, you would point him and say, am I on side? Am I on? And then you'd give him a thumbs up and the official would give you a thumbs up. Kadarius Sunny did not do that. He points to the official and then immediately goes and lines back up. Wait. He didn't point and say, give me a thumbs up. The official didn't even get the chance to do that. If he had stared and looked, the official would have done this because I have had that happen. Every receiver has this happen. You go to line up and the official looks, lines you up and goes, no, scoot back. Yeah. He didn't do that. So first of all, you screwed up. Second of all, you're offsides as hell. Third of all, what is going on? What is going on with the Chiefs right now where that is that is making Patrick Mahomes need to be held back from an official? If he was not held back, he's getting suspended. He's getting suspended. He, what if he puts his hand on the official? What is going on with the Chiefs to where Patrick Mahomes is doing that? And I'm just going to be honest with you. There have been plenty of times where I have met, whether it's a professor or it's a friend or I'm out and about, and you meet somebody who's in a bad mood. And this happens all the time. I, I have this happen for the love of God. You meet someone in the grocery store, and they're being rude to you, and they're being mad, and you just look at them and go, what's going on, dude? 
you're not mad at me because of this. What's going on? Who said something to you? Like, what did your boss say to you today? Or what's going on? You're upset about something that you're lashing out at me because you're deflecting. Right. You're just deflecting. To me, that immediately just came to mind of he's upset about something. That that Chiefs team is off. And, and for whatever reason right now, I think it's very clear that the shine is is gone on this Chiefs team. Whether Eric Bieniemy leaving meant anything, I have no idea. But let's call a spade a spade here. This roster is not good enough to win another Super Bowl. It's just not. Yeah. It's not good enough at this point. The receivers are not good enough. And Patrick Mahomes can only do so much. Kadarius Tony has alone cost them with just back The first game of the breaking. season. Yep. Ridiculous play after ridiculous play. He is so talented, but he cannot get his head on right. Of Dude, you are killing this team by stupid, dumb mistakes. And what's happening is, is your quarterback is screaming at the podium and is about to get fined. And your coach is screaming at the podium and about to get fined. And they're screaming at everybody on the field. And the reality is, is that's not what they're really upset See, about. See, I understand things boil over. But why at the press conference is your reasoning for you being mad well, Travis Kelsey was involved in the play, and he and he's a Hall it's of Famer. Not because it's not what you're mad about. You're deflecting. You're not actually. Well, mad I know, about but, that. Why, but why not just lie and say the ref said he was good? Because or why, why not just make something up that's believable? Because the frustration is at a boiling point, and they realize this is not the Chiefs of 2021. This is not the Chiefs of 2019. This is a problem that they cannot fix now. This is not a get the guys in the meeting room and let's get them going. Marquez Valdez-Cantling is not good enough. Kadarius Toney is all the talent in the world. He's not good enough. And, and this current iteration, unless they get onto a heater, unless they can miraculously put things together, this Chiefs team is not winning a Super Bowl this year. I would never count them out, but okay. I, you can never count them out, but it's obvious. My eyes don't lie. I'm looking at this Chiefs team. They are not half as scary as they used to be. And I'm looking at for the first time in I've ever seen in my life. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid losing their mind. Is it a bad day at the office? Maybe it's a bad day at the office. But I can't think that those two things are not related. I can't think that the, pay, the, the Chiefs are now officially vulnerable and these guys are losing their ever-loving mind. There's no way those two aren't related. And that's all I'm going to say. When I saw that and I saw the freak out and I saw the panic, I went, they're not upset about the offsides. They're, they are projecting an anger that they have with either each other or they're mad at something else going on in that locker room or something else. I'm not saying that there's like a big fractious breakdown happening. I think it's the realization that over the years, this team has lost talent. It's lost the Tyree kills of the world. Mm -hmm. It's lost talent all over the field. And you know, I, I, I think, I think the window might be closing and I think we're seeing it in for front now. Of our face. Yeah. I mean, what else? Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest quarterback to ever play. And the reality is, is that this Chiefs team, with that aside, needs a big time retooling. It just does. Yeah. Of, every of every Super Bowl skill winning players, team. Yeah. Every Super Bowl winning team goes through this. The Chiefs have had their window for eternity. They still, they still could do this. My eyes tell me no. And I think yeah. their reaction tells me that they know that. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I just I, I didn't like the I didn't like the 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 whole Travis Kelsey thing. Uh, that was, that, it was, it was really dumb. Uh, Sean, let's break down some of the big games of week 14. So thank God. Thank God. My team was on a bye week. So this is, was this week? Uh, this we is were on week, week 14. Week 14. Okay, let's jump into. So we, we I guess, um, I don't know if we, we didn't break that down. Buffalo uh, escapes with a win in, in Kansas City. And Kansas City just... 
Kansas all over themselves, right? It was obviously that offside call that took back a touchdown that was a go-ahead with a minute or something to go, and Buffalo escapes. I mean, Buffalo are not impressing anybody, but that was in, that was a win they had to have. Mm-hmm. They had they actually had to have, and they got it. So you got to give them credit for that. A twenty to seventeen win in Kansas City that keeps them alive, and really just I think questions for both teams right now. Um, I need to just say this: I'm not breaking this game down at all, <laughs> but Minnesota and Las Vegas. It was a three nothing game. Oh, it was the greatest game ever. It was a three nothing <laughs> game. And by Can the way, three nothing until what, like a minute left in the game? Like literally a walk off field yeah. attempt. By the way, by the way, I just want one more person to tell me that Kirk Cousins sucks. One more person, one more ass on Twitter or to Kirk Cousins is a bum. That guy's not a franchise. He's so overpaid and overrated. Really? Really? We're talking about a Vikings team that was going to waltz their way to a division title, host a playoff game before Kirk Cousins got hurt, and now this team just won a thrilling 3 to nothing game. <laughs> Kiss my ass with all of that and miss me with the Kirk Cousins crap. I've been right about this for years. If you don't like Kirk Cousins or have been questioning him, I need you to understand that you are incorrect and apologize immediately. Be embarrassed forever. 3 to nothing Minnesota and Las Vegas embarrassed themselves in the league. Um, San Francisco keep rolling, Shawnee. Twenty-eight. Uh, it was a twenty-eight to sixteen win against Seattle. Seattle were without um, obviously Geno Smith. So Drew Lock started. It was actually pretty pretty decent yeah, he, outing. He played fine. Yeah, he did play fine. Um, but uh, the better team won. San Francisco is just on on a heater. Um, the opposite of a heater, Sean. I I just want you because I have my opinions on this. Um, What's going on with the Eagles? Are you concerned with the Eagles right now? No, because the teams that they've lost to have been good teams. So it's interesting, dude. Really good team. Like, I, I think. No, I'm no. very concerned for the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. The 49ers game did get out of hand. I will say that. Well, well it wasn't in hand. It was an ass kicking. They got. Mauled. No, no, no. But there were, uh, towards the end, there were times when you thought the Eagles could stay in it, especially when that uh, security guy got kicked out. You kind of thought that was going to fire. You thought that was going to fire up Can the Eagles. You imagine a security guard on the field doing that and thinking like, <laughs> and by the way, the fans cheering for him. It's we're, Philly. Uh, Philly. Yeah, uh, it's, Philly. Uh, it's just the most. No, no, no I, I'm, I'm really. So I'm going to take it that you're concerned, but I'm really not I am because you lose to the 49ers, probably the best team in the NFL, and you lose to the Cowboys, one of the best teams in the NFL. Granted, they weren't. What did they lose to the Cowboys by? 33 to 13. So, yeah, not great. I mean, yeah, it was. It but, was. Yeah, but they're still. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play them. I, I'm not. I'm not panic mode on the Eagles. So the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Remember on November 5th on basically a touchdown, a turnover on downs Remember in the end zone that didn't count. Like they escaped that game against Dallas where a two point conversion from Dak Prescott. He stepped out of right. bounds. You remember but this? Hang on, hang on. Very close. I mean, and you, by the way, you look back on that and they beat Dallas 28, 23. Okay. That was Dallas's to win and they lost. Okay. So now I'm going to ask you this because I know sure. the answer to this. Is Dallas a good team? Yes, they're a good team. 100% okay. they are. But are they the best team? No, they're certainly not the best okay, team. Okay, see, you just don't like Dallas, and you don't like the Eagles, so you want no, both no, no. of them to suck. No, incorrect. I no, can I mean acknowledge. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on a minute. I can acknowledge that Dallas are an, uh, Dallas are an elite team. Yeah. Are they a Super Bowl contender? No. I'll never believe they're a Super Real, Bowl contender okay. until they're in a Super Bowl. I'm not. Okay. Sean, I'm not kidding. The, You're I, telling me they play the 49ers right now, that they're beating the 49ers? You think that happens? I give them a better chance than the Eagles right now. Well, that's not what I'm asking. I'm, I'm saying, do you think that they they would beat the 49ers right now? I think there's a chance. I mean, I mean that's 
That's fine. I have no evidence to believe that they can keep okay. up the 49ers. Okay, well, that's fine, but I think there's a now, chance. I also don't believe that anyone can keep up the 49ers. I think the 49ers are uh, yeah, healthy. No, I agree. But if you're talking about are they a Super Bowl contending team, no, I don't believe Dallas. Okay, I well, think they're wrong. on a heater. Nah, I just don't believe it. Okay. I, I don't. And I, you just I don't have, like Dallas. I have history <laughs> on my side. Oh, no. I, I, have, I, watched, 100%, I have watched. 100%. They, they choke in playoffs. Obviously, they choke in playoffs. I have, since 1995, been told in 2013, in 2018, I've been told last year, that, two years ago, that Dallas had the best roster they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I've watched them piss down their leg every single time. So I hate to say this. If you were to tell me, if I were to come to you every single year and say, Sean, I have this stock. I need you to take 10 grand, put it in the stock. And by the end of the year, you're going to have 150 grand. And every single time I come to you, you give me 10 grand and you lose it all for 25 years. If I came to you with a legit stock now, after 25 years of losing 10 grand every single time, and I said to you, dude, this is actually it. I have the stock that will get you your money. You would rightly say, piss off. Right? Okay. And not because the stock might not be legit. It's because of the fact that I can't trust them. I can't trust the operation. I've never been able to trust right, the operation. But Whether a- it's Dak Prescott or the defense has been inconsistent this year. At one point, they were great. At other points, they've been bad. Look at the numbers. At one, there have been times that they've gone on heaters defensively mm-hmm. and other times that they've gotten mauled. Okay, So I can't trust it. I can't try. I've seen nothing from Dak Prescott, and I love Dak Prescott. I legit love Dak Prescott. I want good things from him because I think he's tremendous. I actually think he's a good quarterback. I've seen nothing to make me believe that if he's staring down the barrel of a 49ers team or he's staring down the barrel, I think, of, of an elite Eagles team to have it all together. No. No shot. Okay. Now, that's Dallas. Uh, no, no, but hang on. But let me just make this point real quick to what you said. Sure. The 2013, 2018 team, all that stuff, all that you were promised about yes. them have nothing to do with the current team. You're correct. You're correct. But the, it's, it's two different things. It's it not is, the same stock. Like you were using that analogy. Exactly. But did, I'm saying in the analogy of the stock. Okay. But nobody on Twitter reaction. is playing for the, nobody on Twitter saying, oh, this is Dallas's year is playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't So they can say oh, they can say year after year Dallas is going to win it all, but they have no effect on how Dallas actually plays. Am I, I wrong? I don't know how, what relevance that has here. I'm saying because my you're gut saying feeling. you're saying you're sick and tired of being told by people that Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl. Yes. You said you've been told it from everywhere. The past, uh, forever. everywhere. Those people saying it, they're on Twitter, they're on ESPN, they're on Fox Sports, CBS sure. Sports, all that. They don't play for the Cowboys. They have no effect. They can. I mean, say, I I could say right now the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year. Does that make the Patriots win the Super Bowl? Okay, I no. know. But what, if I took your if I took your they don't play for Dallas, why are we listening to them? Then why are we doing any of this? Because we analyze sports exactly. No, it's society. We analyze people's reaction. We analyze, if if they had no fans, we're not. The, the Cowboys don't exist. The whole right. point is our well, gig. It, what we're doing sense. it does make sense. No. Our gig. What we're doing. We break down football. We break down. Analyst reactions, we break down reporters giving us news, and we break down fan reactions. That right. is that encompasses sports media. So yeah, it, it, it matters. Like when I'm told something over and over again, and I watch the same iteration, right? It's, it's but it's not the same. It's a different team. It's not that different, Sean. <laughs> really, really, the 2020 tell me the Cowboys. Big, is, tell me the big differences between this year's Cowboys and last year's Cowboys who lost in the playoffs. The big differences. Yeah, tell me. Go ahead. I'm waiting. I mean, they went to San Francisco. I'm waiting again. Roster differences. I don't know. I know exactly. You have no idea. Okay, so, but that, that, does that mean 
that they're going to lose in the playoffs. That doesn't mean they're going to lose in the playoffs this year. It doesn't mean they won't Tell me the win roster the differences between the 2017 Patriots <laughs> and the 2016 Patriots. I'm not a one, Patriots one, fan. One loss. I'm not making a judgment on the Patriots, so I can't answer that. And the 2018 Patriots. I'm not making a judgment Generally on them. Generally the same it's skill players, question. quarterback, all that. It, it is. It's not. I'm not making a judgment on the Patriots. I'm Just making a judgment on Just because they lost Dallas. last year doesn't mean they're losing this year in the playoffs. It doesn't mean, but I am, again, not talking about the Patriots. If I was talking about the Patriots, your point would stand. I'm talking about 18. Yeah. That I have watched year after year okay. with a lot of talent, a lot of talent, yeah. and a lot of hype, and not deliver. So, so far, given what I know. Yeah. I'm I, not I saying they're winning the Super Bowl or even going to the Super I never Bowl, said even you winning said that. the first round. Nope. I'm just saying that previous teams shouldn't create your judgment on the current team. I think this Dallas team is really, really good. And right now I say they beat the Eagles if they play them in the Super Bowl and they're competitive well, against the 49 or in the, in the playoffs in the and they're competitive game. against the 49ers. I didn't say they beat the 49ers. I said competitive. Yeah. You don't think Dallas would be competitive against the Niners. I, I never said they wouldn't be competitive. I never said they wouldn't be competitive. I've said that they're a very good team. I think they're, Honestly, I think they're they're an elite team. Yeah. Do I think they're Super Bowl bound or Super Bowl ready or ready to compete on that stage, title ready? No. Okay, no. if the if the 49ers didn't exist, then who else from the NFC? Who else from the NFC? The Eagles, because they've done it so recently, and they have most, other than their coordinators, they have most of the pieces that they had last year. What worries me about Philly is the fact that their defense has taken a legit step back. A, a, a sizable, they're secondary. It's taking a sizable step back, um, and and I don't. I think injuries have to do with this, but da, uh, Jalen Hurts doesn't look right right now. They, they're not explosive right. on offense. No, and he doesn't look right. He doesn't look like he's throwing the football well. He, I mean, his numbers don't. They're <laughs> not anywhere near where they were last year. He just doesn't look right. I, I am not one of these guys to question if Jalen Hurts is the guy. He's he's a stud, but he just. I think it's injuries. I think he's hurt. And I, I, I don't know what's going on, but he just, he just doesn't look right. In, in two straight weeks now, the Eagles have been, um, well, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, two straight weeks they've been embarrassed. I mean, the Bills, I mean, think about how close they were to walking them off in overtime. Um, the Chiefs, Marquez Valdez-Gantling drops a touchdown to take the lead within two like, It's just like all these little things. And you start looking back on this, right? They escaped the Commanders in overtime. They escaped the Commanders on the 29th in a pretty hard fought game. Like I said to you, Dallas almost beat them in Philly. Yeah. You, I mean, you start looking back on this. They lost to the Jets earlier in the year. When you start going back on some of these games, you'll start to realize like th there's a bigger problem going on with Philly right now that I, I think is, is, I don't think is fixable. Like I said, with the chiefs in a meeting room, mm -hmm. I think Jalen's probably hurt. And I think the secondary is bad and they've lost both coordinators that were really good for them last year. So you're going to take a step back. I'm concerned about the Eagles in that, in that sense. Am I more confident in the Eagles or the Cowboys? As we speak right now, it's hard not to say Dallas because they just beat the brakes off of Philly. Okay. But I just think when when both are at their best, I just I feel yeah, like that that you're being an you're saying an ideal situation. It's not an ideal situation. It, it is not. Ideal which is why you have to say right here in the right now, Dallas is the better team. Dallas is a hotter team. I, I Dallas is clearly the hotter team. And, and honestly, Shawnee, they might be the better team. They might be. Um, I, I have seen Dallas go 13 and three before. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I've seen them lose it. I, I, I've, I'm not denying the past about Dallas. What I'm saying, we, but we do it, this game with the Redskins all the time. We do this all the time with the skins. Well, they're the same old skins. Well, same old stuff. We do this all the time. We let 2006 and 2012 and 2014 
hover into 2023. And by the way, you are right to do that. Right. These skins do not deserve a primetime game. They don't deserve any of this national conversation or tension about being legit until they prove it. Dallas are in that category. Mm -hmm. They have way more regular season success. They are such a better franchise than Washington as we currently stand. I mean, with new ownership, might be different. They're so much better on every single level as a fan base, as a, as a stadium, as a constructed roster, as a management system. Everything is better. But they have as much regular postseason success in the last 25 years as Washington does. They've been to zero title games. And yeah. I'm sorry, I can't sit here and just say to you, well, this year's different. Because I've been told this year's different. And I have in, on my internals, I'll never forget the 2013 season with Tony Romo, with Des Bryant and the big catch game where they should have gone to the title game. That was as close as I've ever been to, oh, my God, they might just win the Super Bowl, and I might have to live with this. Like, I might have to live with Dallas fans in my face all day. I mean, we're 10 years removed from that. Yeah. 10 years ago, and they've done as much as Washington has in the postseason. I agree. I know? agree with that. I just don't think you can base the present on the past. It, it and now is, they, I, it dude, is fair. I, I am 100% seeing a scenario where they crap the bed in the divisional round. I would love nothing more than that to happen, Sean, for them to just absolutely <laughs> oh, I know you would. Fans. I know you would. Yeah, listen, all, all I can say is, um, God have mercy. We're an hour and four minutes into this, and uh, I've got a Chewini on my lap growling at me, and we've gone on multiple tangents. Uh, this needs to be the tangent show. It really does. Does. Really, just needs to be. We like a good, a good argument about the uh, about the Cowboys, right? I love, a, I love a good argument. It's always fun. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's talk about some other um, uh, big things with uh, Week 14 that we might be missing on, and then we will jump right into our picks for Week 15. So uh, Chicago beats Detroit. Are you yeah, worried about Detroit? I am. That's what was the other? Oh, it was the uh, Thanksgiving game against the Packers. Yeah. That they, they lost bad. That their, was not pretty. Their defense is like. Going back to last year's defense, what is going on with the Lions right now? I know. It sounds weird because I've said this multiple times. That team feels like a locker room meeting might get everything right again. But because I just I have a hard time believing that the first half of this year was a fluke defensively, how good they were. They're they're getting destroyed by like bad teams. Yeah. Chicago's a bad team. And um, oof, yeah, I, I'm, if I'm a Lions fan, I'm feeling mega uncomfortable with that one. Um, Houston got uh, destroyed by the That Jets. was weird. That was another weird one. That was really this weird. Was a weird weekend of games because it's odd. Those are two teams that aren't necessarily like, I, I mean, Houston, if they won out, it would be very interesting. I mean, they're, what, are they 6-6 six and six or something like that? I believe, I don't know now. Remember, I predicted they would win out. And at that time, their biggest yes. test was the uh, Broncos, and they beat them. And then yeah. they go and lose to Zach Wilson 30-6. to 7-6 six. and six now. Seven and six. They got destroyed. Uh, CJ Stroud, I know, got hurt, but he was bad in this game. 91 yards, 10 and 23. I think he has a concussion, so I don't think he's going to play this week, mm. um, which is a bummer. Um, he's been on a heater, but that was terrible. Zach Wilson stepped in. It was good to see Zach Wilson play well. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the story for the Jets. I mean, they're just kind of who they are. Uh, Cincinnati top Indianapolis, 34 to 14. Yeah, I did want to bring up something with Cincinnati. You know sure. how we always joke at the beginning of the season for the past probably two or three years how, oh, Joe Burrow, he he loses like his first, you know, two games, then he gets it together, yep. loses the first. Yep. What did they start this year? 0 and 4? Yeah, something like that. Well, now it matters. Like, we can joke about it, but now it matters because now you have a chance for the playoffs. And well, Joe Burrow's out for the year. Right? He, I, so, I, mean, I know he's like, out for that, that, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's, is so it's tough. He's out. So now it's like, well, you can joke all about right. what you want about, oh, Joe Burrow just has to lose a few. Well, now he's injured. Yeah. So you got, what, Browning in <laughs> yeah. is his name? Yep. And yep. you're 
just outside the playoffs looking yeah. in. And it's like, well, if you had won just like two of those games, you, you would be in perfect position. Yep, yep. 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 It's tough. So I we mean, can joke about it all you want, but that that's that might come back and bite them. This has been a brutal brutal year for quarterback injuries i mean a really tough year and since you had justin herbert out justin the year. herbert out for the year now um obviously you go back early in the season and anthony richardson for the colts mm-hmm. out for the year kirk cousins kirk cousins out for the year um uh aaron Rodgers. obviously yeah. aaron Rodgers. that's the big well one. yeah maybe not for the year though depending uh, on when they're well trying yeah to get this should back. be interesting yeah um obviously with deshaun watson for cleveland out for the year we, i was worried watching um Trevor Lawrence a couple weeks ago with that uh, ankle injury. Well, they, oh let's talk about that game because they – I'm scrolling on it. They lost to the Browns. Joe Flacco. How about Joe Flacco? <laughs> Joe Flacco. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. I'm uh, 31-27 win for the Browns. Yeah, Jaguars don't look right either. They don't look right. And it's funny. They give me like the end of uh, Doug Peterson with the Eagles vibes. Where I was like, oh, boy, this is not This is kind of going a weird way. I, I don't know what to make of them. I, I need – I need to have a Jacksonville expert explain to me what's going on there. It's it's almost like what I wanted for a long time with the Chargers. Like I need somebody with the Chargers to explain to me what is going on with that team and how they can't put it together. Um, but yeah, they're they're just they're off right now. They're they're not playing good football and losing to the uh, Cleveland Browns just sucks. There. You know what's a scary team? Hmm. Broncos, dude. Broncos have done a full one eighty. <laughs> they have just. <laughs> I mean, you remember what a I thought. After the 70 point game where they lose to the Dolphins, this is over. Like Sean Payton's out. Like this is this whole thing's getting blown up. Russell Wilson, they'll never get out of that contract. This organization is screwed for the next four years. And he's playing legit good football right mm-hmm. now. Russell Wilson is like we are turning the clock back on Russell Wilson. Can you give me some stats on that game? Do you have any stats? Yeah, on that I got game? them right here. He had a pretty good game 21 33, 224, two yard or two touchdowns and an interception. Um, they're seven and six. Let me pull up the NFL playoff picture because mm. this is going to there's so many teams pull in like up. that seven and six area. By the way, the Rays agreed to send Tyler Glass now to the Dodgers for a trade. Are you serious? Dude, the Dodgers are Dude, the like Dodgers going are going to. No, no, no. Here, time out. Here's what's going to happen Uh-oh. to the Dodgers. Talk about seeing things year after year. <laughs> they're going to have the greatest regular season in the history they're of gonna baseball. Mets it up. And then they're going to lose to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> they're going to Mets it up. They're just going to be the Mets and the Bruins. Yep. The Bruins. <laughs> I was waiting for your reaction. I mean, yeah, last year. Last I'll year admit, was yeah. Okay, right, break let, this down. Let me pull this up. Uh, but by the way, Shohei Otani, did you see his deal? unbelievable uh, did you see it's all deferred except two million each year yeah two million each year for the next 10 years <laughs> he's gonna get a fat just, check at the end of his here's, career <laughs> here's the best part about this is like you know that two million a year and i believe how the deferments whatever it is with the deferments it's zero he it's no interest no interest but here's the best part for the first 10 years of the deal he'll be paid two mil he signed a 10-year deal correct mm-hmm. yeah okay if he does not sign he will have to pay income tax for $2 million a year for 10 years. And then the monster part of the contract, assumingly, if I was him, I would be out of California and move to Florida. Mm-hmm. And you have zero income tax and you're making $68 million a year for however many years. I believe he gets it spread. So 68 times 10 would be $680 million. So he's getting $700 million total. He's taking $2 million each year during his playing career for 10 years. And then the six eighty. Like you said, if he can get somewhere where it's tax free, he'll get that divided up by seven years, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it was right. seven. I think it was seven that when the deferments start. Unbelievable. 
That was smart. I mean, what a work. And if now you they save his, all this cap space and luxury. The well, I guess they, there's no cap in, yeah. in baseball, but the yeah. luxury the tax. Luxury yeah. Tax, can you Anyways, back to football. Let's do this. Back Let's go through the AFC real quick. Ravens, that's a team that we haven't talked about They enough. are awesome. They're really they're good. They're awesome. I love Lamar Jackson. I want the Ravens to do well. They are just up the road from us. Like I, They're kind of another local team, and I like the Ravens. I, yeah. I, I love that team. I think they're awesome. That was a fun one. overtime game against the uh, Rams. Rams. Rams are going to. I cannot wait for the Rams to beat us this weekend. Go ahead. <laughs> then you got the Dolphins at two, but they, oh my, did you see that Monday night game against the Titans? Yeah, dude. What the hell happened? It's weird, man. Miami does this. <laughs> Miami does this, it's, man. It is. It's weird. For those of you who don't know, it was the Dolphins were up, what, 27 to 13 with, with like one minute and what? No, no, not that little of time. Three minutes, maybe. Was it three minutes? Three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. And they I, lost 28 27. I missed the second half. I caught the highlights. I turned it off. Yeah, I turned it off. Too. I was like, oh, Titans lost. I tur- Titans won the game. They won. They the got Titans a touchdown game. through who they threw Will it Levis to. This is fun to watch. It was, it? They threw it to Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. went for two, and then um, Derrick Henry ran yeah. it in for the second touchdown. So I think, I, I obviously don't. I, I don't think that Will Levis is is your future there at all. You don't? No, but I I because th- I think he's got Taylor Heineke vibes to him. He's like a bigger, stronger, more ripped Taylor Heineke, where he just kind of runs around. He's a guy who succeeds off script, and it's just like this is fun. I'm not sure how sustainable it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people said we need to build this team around Taylor Heineke, and I just kept saying, well, no, it's fun while it lasts, but this is not sustainable. I think that's what we have here. I think could be wrong, but I think. All right, so sorry. Let's get back on track. We are just going everywhere. Tangents. I, I I like Will Levis. All right, so Ravens, Dolphins, yep. Chiefs at three. Yep. Jaguars at four. Okay. So those are your division winners, right. As of now, Browns at five, Steelers at six, Colts at seven. Steel- Somehow the Colts the are, are in seven. Suck, dude. Steelers. I know they lost yeah. two. My Patriots on the bubble. Texans at seven and six. Broncos at seven and six. Bengals at seven and six. Bills at seven and six. Wild. And then you fall down to the Chargers at five and eight. Uh what I'm going to go all right here, here Ravens and Dolphins. I think we're pretty much locked in at. They're going to probably be yes. two of the better teams. Yes. Ra- Ravens and Dolphins out of the Chiefs, Jaguars, Browns, Steelers and Colts. Those are the remaining playoff teams. Yep. Do you trust any of those teams to be consistent? <laughs> no, I don't know what other way to put that. No. Um, the funny part about and this is what's odd about the Jags, because it, it felt like they were a cat with nine lives a little bit where it's like. You can suck and still kind of trip your way in because your division sucks, right? The Titans are bad. The Texans were going to be terrible. The Colts lost their quarterback. They were going to be bad. But somehow the Colts and the Texans at seven and six each, one game, one game behind the Jacksonville Jaguars are like on their tail. Mm -hmm. So it's been weird to see the Jags getting, you know, it's been weird to see them have an opportunity to kind of pull ahead and not take it. And now they're paying the consequences of having two teams on their ass. So, no, the answer is no, I don't. Trust any of those guys. Well, and the other thing, kind of to that point, is the Chiefs are only a game behind or a game ahead of the Broncos. Yeah. Because the Broncos hold the tiebreaker as of right now. Right. Chiefs are eight and five. Broncos are seven and six. So mm-hmm. if the Broncos win and are eight and six, Chiefs go to with a loss, go to eight and six, right. then the Broncos take over that division lead, which is insane to think about. Mm, isn't um, it? Yeah, on nice. the NFC side, let me pull that up here. I guess I got to go to the top. I just don't trust NFC. the Steelers are awful. I, yeah. Way, uh, too. You got the 49ers at one, right? Yeah. And I have they already, they've already clinched a playoff spot. Wow. Yes. Cowboys at two lions at three bucks at four. 
do you trust the Lions or Bucks? No. no. No, no, definitely not the Buccaneers. I don't even know why. I mean, I, I trust the the Lions more, but definitely not the Bucks. Um, Eagles, Vikings, Packers, and then you got a bunch of six and seven teams: yeah. Saints, Falcons, Seahawks, Rams at six and seven. Yeah, Falcons. No, they're a gutty team, and they have got a lot of talent. But no, Packers, absolutely not. I've never bought into the Packers. They're fun, but never bought into them. Um, and they're well coached, but still don't have a QB. That's it. Rams are just kind of they have so much talent and um, Matt Stafford looks good. But no, uh, I never, never believe that. Buccaneers, I feel like are just kind of playing with house money this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think they've got an entire rebuild coming next year. And Seattle are great. I just don't know, you know, Geno Smith, like they're they're on and off, you know, one week here, mm-hmm. you know, off another week. It's, it's kind of odd. The, the, the Seahawks are are a weird fit. And obviously, if Geno Smith is not healthy, they have no shot. Uh, and the Vikings are the worst. Um, so, no. Uh, the Josh Dobbs effect is over, and this team <laughs> is just kind of drifting, um, which is so odd that they're at 7-6. and six. It's just so weird. Um, but that's where we're at right now. I mean, you're, you're going to have some bad teams. Um, I, I feel way less about the AFC, but I think you're going to have some some not good teams in the playoffs here in the NFC. All right, before we get to our picks for this coming week, I'm going to give you a little stat line right here. Okay. And actually, let me look up one more thing. Love looking up one more thing. All right, let me go to All week right. 15. By the way, Raiders. Well, hang on. That's what I'm getting to. Time out. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-oh. What are you getting to? Future. All right, here we go. Just as you were about to say. Okay. With 307 remaining. Gee whiz. This in the first changed. quarter. This just changed. The Raiders are up. 21 to nothing against the Chargers. Yeah. Is Brandon Staley done after today if this holds? In a, he should be. I'm sorry. He should be. Um, and it's not, I'm not, I, I don't like advocating for guys to lose their jobs. Like, I don't, I don't like that. As a kid, it was easy to say that. But like, you know, then you become an adult and you get a job and you're, you're, you become a dad. Like, you understand, like, this, this guy, this is how he makes a living, right? You just don't want that gone. You, you can't, as a team, say to yourself, I'm going to put up with this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to put up with it. And I'm going to tell our fans, don't worry. Just wait it out. He should he should have been fired last week. He should have been fired a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, he should be. Do you think this might be the game that does it? If I mean, they're I, down I, 21 to nothing against a team that put up zero points against the Vikings at yeah, home. It's funny. Yeah, I mean... This should be. But at this point, it's kind of like a Ron Rivera thing where it's like, well, I guess, what's the difference? Yeah. Right? What's the difference at this point? But very interesting. All right. Do you want to get into your picks? Yeah, let's get into our picks. What do you have for this game? Who do you think wins that one? No, I think the Raiders up 21 nothing. I'm just going to go ahead and take that. Raiders as well. We have three Saturday games this week, Shawnee. Tell uh, tell us about them. Yep. We got the Vikings, Bengals. Who do you have? Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals. They are at home. Steelers, Colts. Uh, Let's go with the Colts. Uh, Steelers are bad. They've lost to two straight god awful teams at home, by the way. Mm-hmm. At home, Cardinals and Patriots. God have mercy. Broncos at Lions. Oh, man. That's Let's fun. take the Broncos here. Okay. Saturday night. This is going to be an awesome game. Can't wait to see that one. I'm going to I'm gonna second all those. All okay, right. Good stuff. Giants, Saints. This is Sunday. Giants, Saints. Giants and Saints. Look at the Giants. Giants are on a little bit of a heater. And by the way, let's go. Tommy DeVito, keep moving your team down the draft board. Let's go, my boy. <laughs> 
All right, Bears at Browns, and I agree with that, by the way, Giants. Yeah. Bears at Browns. <laughs> let's go with the let's go with the Browns here. I, I Browns agree, Browns will win that one. Falcons at Panthers. Ooh, God, Falcons. Panthers are god awful. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're really they're bad. I, you know what? Give me the pa- Panthers. Oh. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. At one twelve. I know. <laughs> oh, you want a draft pick, don't you? you I want do. That draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. All right, Bucks at Packers. Bucks at Packers. Let's go Packers. I, I agree. Packers I think the Packers get this done. Yeah. Jets at Dolphins. Dolphins are going to win this one. Yeah, Dolphins I would. Need I to. would not be surprised if the Jets making competitive. But look, let's go with the Dolphins. Obviously. I'm going to go Dolphins as well. Chiefs at Patriots. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not <Any>? the Patriots, <laughs> just not them. The good news is for the Chiefs that are uh, like reeling right now, they're playing the worst team in football. Who beat the Buffalo Bills, by the way? Yeah, it's earlier God. in the year. How so. embarrassing should the Bills be? All right, go ahead. All right, Texans at Titans. Uh, Texans. I think Texans have a have a bounce back game. Oh wait, CJ Stroud's not playing Titans. I'm going to go Titans. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. Titans. All right, Niners at Cardinals. Why are you picking the Niners? Uh, because uh, they're not the Cardinals. <laughs> All right, Commanders at Rams. Uh, anything but Washington. All right. Hey, Cowboys at Bills. Cowboys and Bills. Cowboys. I think Cowboys are going to be the Bills. I, just I don't agree. Think, I, don't I think, think so as well. Bills are very good. All right, uh, Sunday night football, Ravens at Jaguars. Ooh, this is fun. Let's go, Ravens. How about NFL? We start flipping out games. Like when I mean, it's not the worst Sunday night game, but I think it should be Cowboys. Bills should be Sunday night. Anyways, I don't think this is a particularly bad game. This is a no, it's not bad. I like this one. This is a good matchup. Okay, where where do the Jaguars stack up against? Because by the way, this is going to be a very telltale in the AFC. Can the Jaguars are they able to even keep snuff with them? Um, mm. That's going to be interesting. All right. Uh, Monday Night Football, Eagles at Seahawks. Eagles are going to rebound here. I think they beat the Seahawks. Um, I don't know Geno Smith's injury situation, but let's go with the Eagles here. Mm. I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to differ from you. Have let's I go picked Seahawks. every NFC East team except for Washington? Oh, that's how desperate things have gotten, Shawnee. <laughs> that's how desperate things have gotten. Um, am I missing anything else, Shawnee? I don't think so. Oh, fantastic. Another show of rants, another show of screaming. I love when that happens. It's always so much fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in wherever you are. I know we, we talked a lot about Washington, but um, but Washington's good. We, I mean, that's where most of our listeners are. I found out that we had 38 downloads in Utah. Yeah, it's like, so, hey, man, way to go, Utah. Who do they cheer for in Utah? Um, It's kind of funny. I would have to imagine the Raiders. Broncos? Broncos, yeah. I mean, I flew. We, Niners. We, when maybe. I went to Park City, I flew from Denver to Park City. So, yeah, maybe it's weird. I don't know. Hey, listen, if you're in Utah listening, thank you so much. You guys have an In and Out Burger down in Salt Lake City. It's enjoyable. Antelope Island's really beautiful too. So, I'm telling you, man, it's good stuff. Utah listeners, thank you so much. Cheers to you, and cheers to everyone out and about listening to us. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back soon. If we don't come back next week. Um, and we don't talk to you before Christmas. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. A Happy Hanukkah to those. Celebrate Happy Holidays to everybody out there. We will catch you all next time we crack the mics. And as always, we'll see you guys on the other side. Mm-hmm.